Whatever form assessment is chosen, it's really important that it's absolutely transparent and shared with the students at the outset and it has concrete deadlines. It's easy to do problem-based learning, but it's harder to do it well. You're listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility. Kia ora te whanau, ko Anuru White tēnei. Hi everyone, Anuru White here, joined again by Pauline Moore. And Pauline, building on from our first podcast around problem-based learning, I still have a few questions I want to ask you, and I suppose around problem-based learning, implementing that in secondary, junior secondary as well. Now, secondary schools are generally pretty focused on assessment. How do you assess when students are all doing different or doing something different? Well, at the same time we're rethinking traditional forms of teaching and learning, we've also got to rethink traditional forms of assessment. Mm -hmm. It's important to be clear about what the expected outcome of these curriculum changes is going to be, because that will inform the assessment assessment decisions that are made. Um, Examples I've seen have been generally co-constructed rubrics, that's co-constructed between the teacher and the learner, that assess the skills that have been demonstrated. PBL, problem-based learning, um, could be self-assessed, peer-assessed, or maybe a combination of both. Mm -hmm. Some schools have the end goal as an exhibition to parents and or the community. Mm -hmm. So um, the students put on a a performance of some sort for their their whanau. Whatever form assessment is chosen, it's really important that it's absolutely transparent and shared with the students at the outset, and it has concrete deadlines. So Pauline... um You've got a lot of experience, you've got a lot of great stories, and one thing I know I like to hear is, I suppose, any tips and tricks, or in this case, what um, do you have any advice for schools starting down this pathway? Well, experienced teachers tell me that collaboration's the key. Networking with other teachers, learning and sharing about what works and what doesn't. A lot of people are trialling things in this, in this space at the moment. So it's important to be very clear about why you're doing this and having clear goals. Mm-hmm. Teachers also say that structure and planning is very important. It's easy to do problem-based learning, but it's harder to do it well. So thinking about the needs of all the learners, how you and your learners will track progress, get feedback and be accountable. It's also important to have very high aspirations for the process and the end product. There's a wealth of information out there actually and examples and how-tos on the internet. Mm. Good sources to check out for New Zealand-based content is um, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. There's Edutopia. It's got a lot of information. Enabling e-learning sites also got good mm-hmm. information. And I recommend joining in discussions and asking questions on the virtual learning network, the VLN. Mm-hmm. They're often referred to as New Zealand's largest staff room. <laughs> Post a question on there and you'll get some answers. Sure, Paul. And great to see that there's all those people willing to share all their stories, all their knowledge as well, and also educators like yourself willing to share. So kia ora. Kia ora. Thank you. You've been listening to a Core Education podcast, pushing the boundaries of educational possibility.